Hello and welcome to the New Year's Eve edition of the Travelling Through podcast, where I am with Stephen Marriott, my partner, and we walk on Wimbledon Common and reflect on 2021 and what it has meant to us in terms of travelling through London, the world and life. I hope it inspires you to consider what it has meant for you also where you live and the world and life. And Happy New Year to you all. Well, hello everyone. This is the Travelling Through podcast and um, I'm Emma, your host. And this is New Year's Eve, Friday I think it is. And I'm here with Stephen Marriott. Hello. Podcaster. Hello Steve. I'll just squelch through this mud here. (laughs) Podcaster, (laughs) author and various other things in between. What else would you like to add to that? Oh, we stick with that. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) a variety pack of different things, I think. Yes, a variety pack. That's a good way of putting it. And today, I think we might have to slow down a bit because um, I'll probably fall flat on my face in the mud. It's a bit muddy here still, yeah. Um, And we're up on Wimbledon Common, uh, which has been our tramping ground over 2021 last year to to, uh, blow the cobwebs away think, walk, get some exercise, and generally a bit of everything. Is that what it's meant to you as well? Uh, pretty much that, apart from walking a dog, which most people do here, but yeah. uh, we live in a flat and we don't have a dog. That's so, true. Um, But yes, yeah, so it has been um, a little place of sanctuary amongst, amongst all the challenges yes. that have continued um, to an extent in 2021. So yeah, so it's a sanctuary sort of Almost like coming home to yourself when you're walking around here, if that it makes is, any sense. It is, it's, and it's such a lovely mix of wood um, and thicker forestry, foresty bits. There's a lake, parakeets, which you might hear in the The indigenous trees. parakeets of <laughs> southwest London, yes. And, and then you walk up the hill and then suddenly you're in the middle of a golf course, so you have to watch out for flying golf balls. You do, we did yesterday actually, we ducked a few, didn't we? We did, exactly. Yeah. And, um, but the reason for us to come in, to come up here, apart from the fact that I've borrowed my mum's car and it means that we can't park outside the flats between 1.30 and 2.30 because the wardens are like vultures, aren't they? <laughs> They're ready on the strike of 1.30 to slap a parking ticket on you if you don't have a permit. One of the fun things don't. of li- living in London in a city. <laughs> it is, exactly. So we've escaped up to Wimbledon Common and I thought I would use this moment just to reflect, as it is New Year's Eve, on the year of 2021 and taking into um, consideration that the Travelling Through podcast is about travelling through London, the world and life, I thought we would reflect Parakeets on... Parakeets agree. They do. <laughs> I thought, Steve, that we would reflect on these three subject areas and what each subject or topic has meant to you in 2021. So should we just go through it chronologically, start with London and what what has London meant to you in this year of 2021 on reflection? (laughs) You sort of caught me on the spot a bit because you said as we drove up here you told me that's what the the theme was going to be. So the whole uh, idea is that you don't think too much about it. So So I haven't had much of a chance, no. Um, (laughs) We'll go this way past the lake, are we? Go around here, okay. So, uh, yes, no, I've just gone with the first thing that's come to my mind. And I guess there's an element of sadness for me this year, really, with London, um, to an extent. Because um, for me, London, you know, is, is all about people, opportunities, um, work, the arts. You know, it's the metropolis um, 
of uh, or the melting pot of so many different trades and and, and opportunities and people of course of, yes. you know from from all around the world um you know um live in london um and um so that for me you know london london's about life and, and people and uh i guess coming into the end of this year um seeing london quiet again almost like a ghost town in the center yes not in the suburbs though i should say i mean there's a lot of people out and about today yes. um you know in, in the park here wimbledon common uh, and so that's great to see people out and about walking but in the center of london so the heart of london um you know, the last month or so of the year, the times I've been in there, you know, it's, it's been like a ghost town for obvious reasons that you know that people are working from home again. Yeah. Uh, people are a little bit. Some people are more nervous again about going into the centre. Christmas parties being cancelled, and I guess what it really brought home to me was the fact of uh, seeing a lot more fillet signs in shop premises or office buildings in the centre yeah. and I've never seen that before in the centre of London I mean we've, we've gone through recessions in this country mm. in the UK in for example the financial crisis of 2007-8 more in the in the regions and the smaller towns you saw for let signs and yeah, businesses yeah. suffering but for the first time ever in the centre of London prime prime um, spot uh, I've seen you know them suffering yeah, yeah. and um, we know obviously the, the hospitality trade's been suffering um, badly as well. So for me, there's an element of sadness there um, to see that in London, especially when in the summer things really reopened again and people were out and about um, uh, in in the in the streets of London. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that's been a little bit uh, um, a little bit um, yeah sad for me. But yeah. it has reminded me that um, if you just walk past these people, yes, yeah. so it has. Um, reminded me though of our need for people, our need for culture, our need to exchange ideas and London um, and it's reminded me or reflected me, or me a bit of you know, all the different ways that that, 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 that normally occurs yes, in yeah. London through street markets you know there's some wonderful street markets across a lot of different parts of London um, obviously from Waterloo the, um, when you used to have the bookshop there and we lived there um, that's just one example but all the various street vendors and markets and all the various ways that people meet in London whether it's through the office whether it's through cafes and restaurants yeah or just meeting you know uh, by chance in the street or walking along the South Bank as I used to do a lot when I lived in the centre so it has reminded me of our need for community and people and um, opportunities to, to exchange ideas and yeah. I think you know okay people have found a sort of what I might call a plan B with Zoom and video meetings and things and a way to um, uh, exchange opportunities. But end of the day, we're, we're a social speci species. Mm. And I think the best ideas come, come when we're together and brainstorming and um, a face to face and um, have that sort of en that energy and connection between people. Of course. I mean, you know, so I'm sounding a bit negative. I think going into 2022, though, I think, you know, we're seeing a lot of positive opportunities now and people are learning to live with the virus and, 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 and challenges. Yes. So, but for you personally, what does, what does all this reflection mean to you? Do, you? do you still want to be in London or do you feel it's time for... A change. I know we we are. Yeah. <laughs> I've got our ideas on that, but but London, as you 
as as it has changed and the face of London has become mm. different, it has changed has that a been lot. Challenging yeah. For you um, yeah, I mean, I guess London always changes, um, but I guess it's, I've seen acceleration perhaps of that, or it's become more obvious the change. And I feel a bit sort of slightly nostalgic about London and there's a lot more themed restaurants and bars and mm. and chains now as opposed to a lot of the, a lot of the independent stores are going and obviously Definitely. that's been very difficult for them in the last couple of years and especially so um, now where they haven't got any financial assistance. Uh, um, so I don't know, for me I've always had a love-hate relationship with London anyway. You know, some it's it's very, you know, you can feel it's very vibrant at times and you feel there's opportunities but you know there can be times when it's a lonely place yeah um yes. or you're just you know if you've had a, if i've been away traveling or something and i've returned and um it's sometimes hard to fit into the vibe of the city yeah, yeah. um but i think ultimately what it is reminding what, what you know reflecting on on the the, the, the quietness of, of the centre more recently, you know, which has been a bit of a ghost town, is that London is, is such a great city. And so I wouldn't be feeling this way. I wouldn't be feeling sad about that because yeah. I miss it. Yeah, yeah. Um, London is a vibrant place. And then, as I say, thinking about some of the street markets, like up in, I don't know, Camden, for example, and thinking, God, I haven't been there for years. I should, you know, should never take these things for granted again. When, when things properly reopen again, I mean, it's obviously been stop start with Camden Market, I think, and it probably has reopened, yeah. but it won't have the people. Yeah. Um, or, um, it doesn't have the tourists. Yes, it? the tourists, <laughs> of course, yeah. But these places um, are special. Yeah. And it's been a good, I guess, a reminder in many ways that I should never take them for granted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's a. That's a fairly concrete answer okay. <laughs> about London because, I mean, for me also, London has been such a central part of my life for such a long time, mm. even though I've lived here, then left it for a while and come back. Yeah. And this year particularly, like you, I've noticed how, how hard it has been to, to, to almost adapt to the new London. Mm. And... And I, I almost think, am I in the same city? Yes. Especially as you're walking around and there are not the same number of people. But I've actually quite enjoyed the fact of almost having the city or parts of the city when I've walked around to myself. Yeah, I there's an element of that. That's kind of, that's kind of nice that it's sort of like a special place. But yeah, you almost uh, feel privileged. Like, like the, um, but, but equally when you're so used to battling i don't know through piccadilly and down the strand mm -hmm. against lots of people and suddenly yes. you realize you can get down the street in in half the time because there's they're not the people to to get in your way well that's true yes i mean especially it's around strange. sort of that, that west end with theaters and yeah um you know the, the restaurants which are buzzing because of um, tourists um, in that area and, yeah. and, and places like um um covent garden for example so yeah there's that sort of i guess there's a london that's kind of been a bit reclaimed in that sense but yes. um for we me went the, we went to to uh to the pizza express jazz the just yeah just the pizza Christmas. express jazz in soho percent capacity yeah, yeah normally 95 they said exactly they? and that was very yeah. sad but um i mean they said that some some of the uh, shows had two or three people to oh, no, and it's that's a tragedy for unheard of. musicians and you know my heart goes out to yeah. independent people who rely and we ha I have mm. actually a podcast interviewed with Mariska Martina, mm. um, with, with Stephanie 
Yes. Um, and her, her French accordion playing and music she plays in... in Fifi um, Lemaire, stage Fifi name. Fifi that's right. <laughs> and, um, you know, my heart goes out to these people particularly who rely on being able to play in public. Cause, yeah. And, and you can't just practice, practice, practice and not have an audience to... to You've got you've lost your drive almost. Well, and it was yeah. Also, Origin. and after we went for coffee, didn't we? Um, in um, what, what do we call it? Um, the, the way we went for coffee after in Soho. I'm going mad. I've got oh, Bar Italia. Yeah, Bar yes. Italia. I mean that place. And normally pouring out with the the, exactly. the, the, uh, the coffee shop into the street. And you know it's sort of every man from himself at the bar trying to get a coffee or a drink. <laughs> and we went there with maybe half a dozen people. Yes. That was strange. Yes. Uh, Great although, place to go then. Although it was actually nice to be able to sit down and have a piece of cake and coffee is a great place and you still had that sort of Italian feel to it with the staff there and uh, yeah the, the sounds and the smells and the feel of it exactly. um, which of course is opposite Ronnie Scott's um, again that all looked quiet there as well that it evening did, yeah. so it's kind of strange you know that uh, but I guess maybe some people who live in Soho which is a village um, you know the residents there maybe they're feeling um, in a way sort of similar to what you said in the fact that it's been quieter and they've got they've got their neighborhood back to themselves yes so yeah interesting but I think yeah London as of most cities yeah. and metropolises uh, are about people and community and opportunities in life yes, and yeah. um, it's very stuck you very you see that starkly you see that starkly when that's not there mm. and that's that's that has that, that will be a lasting memory yeah yeah yes for sure I mean living in the in the suburbs as I have done for for many years and um, but when I had the bookshop I was in central London so I've seen two worlds basically mm. uh, two sides of it and it's made me really think about where I am now in the suburbs is is it where I want to be and um, will be answered in 2022 but not on this podcast show at the moment as it's a discussion we need to have too yes we'll, but, um, maybe we'll have that tomorrow that discussion exactly New Year's Day <laughs> discussion yes. um, so that that's that's London for us and and in terms of traveling through the world I mean obviously that's been curtailed considerably this year 2021 but but you have managed to get a few places and, and what has been the impact of of where you've gone well I did manage to get to Spain for 10 weeks um, um, in, in August and September through to October yes so yeah got away um, yeah uh, to Spain for that period and uh, for me, oh gosh, what does, what, does that, what does all that mean in terms of the world, getting away to Spain? I guess for me, um, you know, I've, I've had a, my life has had a lot of freedom. Yeah. You know, I've had a lot of freedom compared to some people. And, in, and um, perhaps I didn't, I was less aware of that I did in the sense that, you know, we don't have children. Mm -hmm. um, we don't have families or other people that, that you know, of kids that I have to be responsible for. And my life has always been slightly itinerant. Yeah. Uh, and so there's that freedom that was suddenly in my world taken away yeah. from me yeah. to an extent. And I guess being reminded again of, of my freedom yes. uh, in that sense and how lucky I am. Yeah. I'm lucky. And so, yeah, going to Spain for 10 weeks um, was amazing. Sort of two parts to it, really. I'd say walking, walking in the north of Spain and 
perhaps drinking and writing, too. <laughs> a bit too much drinking, perhaps not enough writing in the, in the south of Spain, in Andalusia. But it was so hot for you, It was hot, it? Well, it was August, yeah. I could yeah. come out and yes. join you. Yeah, August was crazy, as, as always. It's uh, Sundays, yes, yeah. in, uh, in Granada, in Andalusia. Yeah. And, uh, but what does that all mean? Just this thing about, I guess the one thing, okay, one of the books I was reading mm. when I was there was, um, one of Laurie Lee's books. So he's he's got the, the most famous one when I walked out one midsummer's morning when he was a, um, I think a, eighteen nineteen year old and he he walks around Spain. And, yeah. Um, but this is the book I read was A Rose for Winter, which is Laurie Lee returning some twenty years later to Spain and see see the effects of what's happened um, in the, the the sort of um, Franco era yes. um, which wasn't there before you know he, he just arrived when the, the, the civil war was, was starting yeah so yeah. now he he's arrived he, he well he returns to see how the people are yeah and um, it's a very interesting his observation of you know um, it's, it's, it's like how do you put it the resilience of you know there's an elite uh, is elitism in charge now with yes. Franco um, in that part in that time of Spain and um, very much the working man, the peasant, etc., have been very repressed, of no jobs, no, no opportunities, and their revolution never happened. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, but the, the, he, the, the spirit of the, the Spanish then, the, the Spanish working man, working person, is so evident there in terms of the hospitality to the traveller, mm-hmm. their their joy for for dancing and life, yes. and people and community really comes through in that book, and. Being there this summer after, you know, Spain has had a, a few harsh lockdowns, yes. much harsher than in the UK. Has, yes. um, seeing or hearing the stories and then just observing for myself Spain coming out of that in the summer where, you know, pretty much most restrictions are gone. Mm-hmm. Um, their lust for life, however difficult something is. And, you know, they're still cautious. Yeah. But um, I don't know, for example, you know, your, your um, ex-colleague uh, Francisco, yeah. he very kindly put me up in his place where well, he went on holiday so I house house sat for him um, so that's partly the reason why I was there in August in um, in Granada but you know it's like his hospitality he didn't think twice yeah. about offering me his his apartment and it's like the sort of the Spanish hospitality it's just you know there to be loved and cherished it's it's Definitely. amazing and then hearing his story lockdown stories of, of his friends and his his neighborhood of, of Granada yeah. of when uh, you know there was a lockdown um, but him and his friends still managed to still managed to meet up in the streets, yeah. you know, like a lot of people did yeah. um, in, in the streets. Um, you know, they allowed outside, they weren't drinking inside, but they still found a way in the cold. Because yeah. Granada gets cold, yes. <laughs> it's, a, it's a city of extremes in terms of temperatures. You know, it's, it's, in, it's in the Sierra Nevada, so it's high up. It can, you know, it can snow, obviously not far from there, in the mountains. Yeah, that's true. And they found, they, they, they still wanted to have community, but in a safe way. Yeah. Outside, outside, yeah. outside, drinking in the cold, but being together. Yeah. And I thought that was just wonderful to hear that. And then we saw it as things continued to open up. And when we um, went and stayed in a village just above Marbella, and um, they were allowed to have their annual festival, That's five true. days festival. Yes, that was amazing. Fiesta, it? it was. And, um, <laughs> Where it was cancelled everywhere else, but it seemed... Yeah, so, somehow, I think, yeah, they got lucky and, they, you know, um, there was no, um, you know, COVID um, or very, very low in that part of the world. So they were, they were allowed to have it. Yes. And man, they partied and they, they celebrated their, 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 their um, saint and um, they partied, you know, to two or three in the evening yeah. at the night. And that was just good, great to see however difficult something is yeah, yeah. Um, um, or however challenging um, life can be 
the Spanish are so resilient. And, yeah. and I think yeah. it's because it's just their love and warmth for each other and people. And as I say, um, the hospitality to the traveller mm. um, and the stranger is amazing. So for me, I just I guess coming back to your question about about the world, it's uh, I guess in many ways it's the same of, of similar to what we've been thinking about about London. Humans need for the other, and um, yeah, yeah, and uh, and that you know that I've see, I saw that evidently very clear in in Spain, and uh, yeah, yeah. Does that answer the question? I think it does. I think I mean. In terms of the, the yeah, I, I think it's a very, you, we were lucky in the sense we were able to get away. Well, it was a window, wasn't there? Yes. Again, there was another window of opportunity. Yes. Um, but, um, yeah, the world for me, I think, as, as similar to you, suddenly became much smaller in some, in some ways, in terms of where we could go. Yeah. And therefore it became a very local exploration of the world around us rather than the world at large yes and and in the same way for me it meant the world suddenly became a huge place again because we couldn't go very far um and so that, that sense of distance from where we were compared to australia and new zealand suddenly yeah. suddenly felt much yes further. yeah and europe i, did, I don't know with spain i think it was avoid these golfers here yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the same spot yesterday actually we walked here that we, we nearly we nearly got uh, hit with by a golf boy <laughs> that was a good swing oh, though yeah. it's wood good thing they're all wearing red jackets isn't it yes <laughs> There, a, I think those two. Te can we carry on? I think oh, there's a couple of more behind them there. About a teal. Yeah. Oh no, they're at the they're, they're at, at the, the green. Yeah. Okay, we're good. Um, <laughs> so in turn, for me, the world, the world I've almost lived vicariously through other people's travels and hearing other people's stories of of life and where where they are in the world, um, and using the using the internet really. To, to find out what is going on. Mm. Um, my, my world has also become, 2021 has been, as you know, a very difficult year for yeah. me, which I yes. won't go into to, in, in a, it's too personal at the moment yes. to, to discuss, yeah. but um, it became extremely small, became mm. very, very small. Your world is very small in, in many ways. I think your, your priority it, was not worrying about the virus, was it? You didn't really know what was going on half the time because that your world was not that was not your world no. of, of worrying about it because you had a bigger a bigger thing to deal with. Definitely, but it also it also gave it was humbling in the sense that you realise that the world for many people is their nucleus of people around them. That's true. And, yeah, maybe that's what I was trying to say. To be, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have to be this out there and feel that you have to go everywhere no. because that is still it is still a privilege yes and i think we've forgotten how privileged we are and and i know yeah. we've all been able to travel a lot further in yes. life and often but if we take it back to um 40 50 60 years ago mm. These, these trips are yeah. a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Well, it's yeah, that's true. It was actually just made me think because I guess one of the things I guess I was trying to express with Spain, for example, was their, their, their passion for community. Mm. And, you know, going back um, to Laurie Lee's time, you know, he was, he was, was travelling was not such a big thing. And he went to these small villages and towns in Andalusia. Mm. And, you know, so they're, 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 for some people's, 
um, experience of the outside world. It was it was the traveller world coming into their community. Yeah. And again, the hospitality that they gave him. Exactly. And the hospitality that I, you know, that, that that we experienced when you joined me and you know and um, uh, Francisco and his friends showed us um, as strangers as a visitor because their community meant so much to them. Yeah, yeah. And they welcomed us into the community. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, making community, I think, is important. It is, no, most definitely. Yeah. Um, so moving on from, from the world, how about life in general? How has life treated you in 2021? Oh my gosh, that is... A... It's a big question, anyway. <laughs> you don't need to share everything. <laughs> share everything. But in general terms, what... What has it? What has twenty twenty one taught you? I suppose this year. I think it's. Um, I think work this through. I think to appreciate what you do have mm. in that. Uh, as, I, as I've touched on, I think, and I've never quite realised how free my life was. Yeah. Relatively speaking. Yeah. And um, I think that would, that should never be taken for granted again. And uh, I'm very lucky to have that freedom. So it's to appreciate what I have. And you know, that's a life I've chosen, um, chosen not to have kids, mm -hmm. and, uh, which means um, I can live my life slightly differently. Yes. And you know, I've got a passion for travel, but yeah, it doesn't like you again. So it's, it's not to take for granted freedom, I guess. Freedom is important. And I think we can see that as soon as um, things sort of restrictions are removed. People want to be free, they want yes. to live. And, uh, you know, we've walked through this, this, this uh, common now, you know, through all the seasons. We have. And yeah. you see that, you know, you see sort of the cycle of life, don't you? With, Definitely. You know, yeah. And you see sort of the, the first spring flowers come out sort of towards the end of the, the, the winter, you know, and they're kind of the little flowers that are just springing up amongst, amongst all the bracken and, and everything. And, you know, that's the need for life, you know, flowers blooming again and reaching up to, reaching up to the sun. And uh, we're just like the flowers, we need our freedom. Whatever, however repressed or difficult things are. Mm. So yeah, for me, I will, I will, I will, um, it, it's, it has been a bit of a reminder of how free my life is, but how, of, but how, how we all strive for freedom in our own various ways. Yeah. Um, and you know, that doesn't have to mean, you know, traveling to far flung, places if that's that's what you, you if you feel that's how you you, you know you adventure it makes you feel free yeah. you know it's about discovering um places sometimes closer to home and um yeah Which like yes we have done so yeah i guess the importance of freedom um and the importance of finding that balance between um irrational behavior and danger um and caution um, as you seek your freedom yes. and I think you know a lot of people um, have been rattled again by you know and, and you know this, this the, the virus's latest um, transition um, to the Omicron yes. and uh, you know but we're always going to have different variants of the coronavirus now I suspect we're always and it's, it's going to be endemic and uh, uh, we're always going to experience different challenges in life so it's learning to find, to take perhaps a little bit brave sometimes and get outside of our comfort zone in whatever way you can. Yeah. And that's been a reminder to me that I need to get outside of my comfort zone in, in different ways. Getting outside of my comfort zone actually might be not traveling as far as I normally do, mm. but traveling in a different way sometimes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. In this, again, in coming back to the analogy of this common, they're so just thinking about it, 
uh, we've discovered various different routes across the common, haven't we, and across to Richmond Park. Definitely. And that always brings new, new adventure or um, new insights or new discoveries. It does. So, um, yeah. yeah, valuing freedom um, and protecting it. Yes. Um, and there's different ways to do that. Yes, yes. In fact, you just reminded me because one of my, my in fact, it was my first podcast guest, yes. Margaret Mulder. Okay. When I asked oh, a yes. question about traveling and traveling through life and the world mm -hmm. and she said well every day I get up and walk down the corridor to the bathroom I feel like I'm traveling yes and, and it's an adventure because yes. no two days no two mornings that I get up are the same well it's awareness it's isn't it it's, isn't it's like me becoming aware of my freedom and what that meant yes. and in and being a little bit blinkered to that it's it's it's, it's yes so you can I don't know. <laughs> look at yourself in the mirror a bit differently. Look at you know, actually look at yourself. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. And there's, there are new discoveries to be had, but we, I think we've perhaps been, as I said, a little bit blinkered. Yeah. 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 Yes, for sure. Okay. Well, that's a pretty good answer. Oh, okay. Good. Glad to get a tick, <laughs> does think, it? Oh, it does get a tick. Brilliant. We'll get a cup of tea for <laughs> well, me later then. I think uh, it's just. <laughs> you can make, make the tea then. I'll make the tea. When we get back. <laughs> Um, and life, travelling through life for mm -hmm. me, well, this year has been an incredibly difficult and challenging year yeah. emotionally. Mm -hmm. um, and this will be something that I will develop as a theme in 2020, 2022. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yes, it, I mean, dealing with life itself mm -hmm. and recognising how precious life is and how short it can be and how yes. it can be taken away from you just like that yes and it's got nothing to do with age it no it can be taken from us at any point yeah well i think everyone's everyone's um journey has a different length it does and we don't know when that journey will come to an end um and because we don't know that let's 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 try and find the joy in our lives yeah, yeah. daily every yeah. day exactly and i think for me it's also been reevaluating how I how I live, okay. how I how I eat, how I. And hopefully, share me how we're going to live going <laughs> forward. Communicate, <laughs> yeah, communicate with with people in in mm -hmm. difficult situations, and and also it makes you reevaluate who people are and their relationships to you in times of in times of difficulty, in times mm -hmm. of um, mm. stress, in times where you can no longer be necessarily the strong one and, you're, and you need the help of others to see you through mm -hmm. a difficult time. Mm. While you're being strong for maybe one other people, you are also looking for strength from others around you to keep you going. And you, sometimes you don't even realise that's happening. And I think life is, life is, is an, an, in, it's just a huge journey, isn't it? And I think it's just important just to appreciate the everyday and reflect on the little things in life as being positives yeah. and and, and it course. all helps with the experience of well, you going forward and, and perhaps inspires you to what you do next and I think it's also taking the pressure off yourself to always feel you need to be achieving when sometimes just being and helping mm. others you you're achieving in a very different way yes and and um we need to take the pressure off ourselves to feel that we always have to be doing something because the art and the act of living is challenging in itself and I think we forget this 
in the big scheme of things that we all have to well, be. Well, maybe we're too, you know, and again, as you say, we don't know how long our journey will be. Yeah. And we might ha we have in mind where the destination we, we might want it to be. Yeah. But we might not get to that destination. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, let, let's let's take the pressure off ourselves a bit. That makes yeah. sense. And, and enjoy enjoy the moment more and enjoy these. Actually, we've come past my favourite beech trees. Yeah. We've gone this way, I've noticed. Actually, yeah. I realised because we walked at trees. the beginning of our walk, we walked past my favourite tree in Wimbledon Common, which actually is also a beech tree. Oh, is it? It's a massive old beech tree. And it's just yeah. as you cross the Gulf. Well, and this, then is, these this is your pair, your, your twins. Is, twin, yeah, beach trees. And uh, that's the one I've They're climbed, beautiful. actually. Yes, um, that's right. But, Earlier uh, this year, didn't you? Yeah. And, oh, you know what? I wouldn't have done this if, if I hadn't have uh, and changed my approach to travel, as we were talking about, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah but no, it's, yeah, I mean, I yeah. appreciate the trees. You should always hug a tree, shouldn't you, really? Hug a tree, yeah. <laughs> should fact, hug a tree now. We should hug a tree, yeah. So you hug that one and I'll hug this one. <laughs> it's it's, it's the, the cable's long enough. I don't know. Well, you take your one. Or we do it each. <laughs> we're, going, we're going to hug, hug it from either side, shall we? Oh, that's true. <laughs> we can hug crazy. one tree each. Oh, gosh. Wow. How do we feel? How do I feel? Just well, as well this can't be seen um, visually. I just interviewed Holly Wharton and her interview, podcast interview will be coming out in the new year and she talks about how trees Tree hugging. talk. Ah. Yeah and how they all have their stories. I tell oh, you what, there's really something, yeah. It's, it's very powerful, peaceful, isn't it? Isn't it? Very mm. peaceful just to wrap our arms around the big um, girth of this tree. Wow. Something peaceful, isn't there, about it? I feel it's warmth and it's very friendly. Solid and, solid and reliable and alive. Yes. <laughs> Steward <laughs> of the, of the common. <laughs> I think they're like the sentinels of the common. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're going to hug this tree, are you? Absolutely. Now? We've got to hug both. Oh, do we? Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> Otherwise, it's showing favouritism. That's true. Actually, yeah. You know what? Just taking a moment of time out to hug a tree and stop. Yes. And just listen to what, everything around us. This, this, the hug <laughs> around this tree, it feels different to the other tree. Is it to you? It's slightly slimmer tree. <laughs> <laughs> it's more bumpy on this side than on oh, the other side. A few knots on that side. <laughs> Needs a massage. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yes. So, well, look, um, I think for the, for the podcast listeners, I, the reason I just wanted to, to have this talk with Steve is that I thought it was, it's really important at the end of a year to reflect on on the year and and because the podcast is all about for us London or for me for London the world and life for you it will be wherever you live or the place that has been your your um, habitat for 2021 perhaps reflect on what this year has meant to you um, in terms of where you live and the world in general and your life in general and I think it's very important just to to take a moment to reflect on that and then just let it go and let it be part of 2021 and let 2022 begin in its own in its own direction without any real pressure on you to feel that you have to do a certain thing and be a certain person um, in scotland we always used to 
and I'm sure many people around the world do the same, first foot each other. So it's a stranger would come or a, not somebody who didn't live in the house mm -hmm. would come with a piece of coal, some whiskey or something to drink. So coal for the fire, something to drink, whiskey or a bottle of wine, whatever, um, and something to eat. So bread or biscuits or oat cakes. And in our case was quite often the thing that came. And then you first foot and by opening the door, you're bringing good luck and the new year into the, into the house and you're letting the old year out. And if you haven't, can't first foot, what my mum always does, she's, she always opens the window at midnight and uh, to let the old, old year out and the new year in. So wow. whatever, you're, whatever you're proposing to do for, for new year, maybe you just want to sleep through it, leave the window a little bit ajar <laughs> if you're fast asleep to let the old year out and the new year just to come in. And, um, and I hope 2022 brings you peace, brings you laughter, brings you adventure, and uh, brings you back to enjoying some more traveling through podcasts. <laughs> um, because we've got quite a line up for, for January. But um, Steve, do you have any final words you'd like God, to say? I don't know. Well, like, everything you said sounds wonderful. And um, I think I'll just take your advice and uh, if you forget, I'll, um, I'll remember to open our bedroom window tonight. Okay. Um, yeah, and look forward to the new year. And I guess one thing I like to always do mm -hmm. is just, you know, we forget of all the, 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 the little wins we've had in the year. Yes. And just make either a mental list or write it down for all the little achievements we've had. They don't yes. have to be big achievements yes. because I think we forget about everything we've done and achieved in the year. And um, um, so, yeah. That's, that's, good, that's something I'm going to do tomorrow. That's a good idea. Yeah, because sometimes it's not, not reflecting on the big things, but it's actually the little things that have culminated on perhaps the, some of the bigger achievements yes. you may or may not have, yeah. not have had, but you're still working towards. Anything as simple as that book that you've been meaning to read for years and you finally read it this year, maybe, yeah. and you know, that, that's an achievement. Or, you know, it um, doesn't have to be, yes, getting the promotion or... or uh, or other big things which um, which um, perhaps uh, are seen as big achievements by by society at, at large yes exactly okay well if you'd like to learn a little bit more about steve he's got his his uh, website you're picking up pace and i'm going to end up oh, sorry. in a sludgy <laughs> in the puddle here i was trying to avoid that yeah here. um uh you can look up his profile on stephen with a ph that's right rmarriott.com that's the website yes yeah, so that's website. probably the best place to go Stephen with phrmarriott.com and, and you can find out more about my books there and, yes. and what I get up to and during the year you've also done a few you did a small series of, of podcasts about um, Londoners particularly business yeah um, small business well, owners yeah. and how they've Independent through. traders and artists. Yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it was called Marriott Side Trips. Yes. Um, and it was more to do with the people I meet um, when, I'm, when I'm overseas and travel. But again, that was not being so easy. So I decided um, to meet who you might call my London lockdown heroes and how they, they got on with things. So okay. that's, that's yeah, MarriottSideTrips.com if you want to delve into that first season. Yes, brilliant. And then you've got a couple of, couple of books on on the website for sale and you're and it's all part of a series and you're writing the third one of the series of the um of the reluctant 
Pilgrim series. Yeah, so. so if you're into the Camino, maybe this might be a book Camino de Santiago. To get you, yeah. um, to get you inspired. Indeed, yeah, see the backdrop is the Camino de Santiago it and is, it's yes. about a flamenco guitarist. Uh, funny his way in life. Yes, yes. Mm. Okay, well, I think that kind of wraps it up unless there's anything else you'd like to add and we can... In well, we're out of the wilderness, it seems, <laughs> and back up on a road. Yes. Um, we need to. We need there's to, a flat uh, part of the common here. We the need to curve part. around, don't yeah. we? So I'd just like to say to all the podcast listeners, as we circle back to our car, as the wardens will now have have uh, left our neighbourhood, we can park with them. <laughs> Your new resolution for be for you, Emma, in 2022, get some parking permits. Oh, just not drive a car. <laughs> yeah. Just not need a car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, for all uh, the podcast listeners out there who have been listening, I hope our little podcast uh, chat, or my podcast chat here with Steve, has inspired you, got you thinking about your 2021. If you've enjoyed it, please do share with your friends. Please subscribe to the Travelling Through podcast. And if you have time, it would be fantastic if you could give us or the podcast a rating and a review. If you want to find out a little bit more about me, check out my website, travellingthrough.co.uk. Um, but apart from that, I think that rounds up everything this New Year's Eve, 31st December 2021. Enjoy the celebrations or enjoy some peace and quiet this evening, whatever you're planning to do. And I look forward to joining you once more in 2022. But for now, take care and thanks for listening. Bye bye.